This episode is brought to you by Kylo Ren Beefcakes. Mmm, mmm. <laughs> nothing a little music can't help. Rockin', rockin' and rollin'. Down to the beach I'm strollin'. You turned her against me. You have done that yourself. You will not take her from me. Your vanity and your duck lips have already done that. You have allowed this Snapchat to twist your mind until now. Until now, you have become the very thing you swore to destroy. Don't lecture me, Obi-Wan. I see through the lies of the podcaster. I do not fear the Snapchat as you do. I have brought peace, freedom, selfies, and dick pics to my new social media empire. Your new social media empire? Don't make me photograph you. Anakin, my allegiance is to the podcast, to listeners. If you're not with me, then you're my enemy. Only a Snapchatter contrasts in absolutes. I will do what I must. You will try. Hello and welcome to Voice of the Rebellion. I'm Mark. This is episode 18. We're getting up there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We have more listeners. We have a very special guest this week. Chuck, <laughs> special. Is that like the like the? Yes. Okay. Like yeah. the kind of when you call a kid special, special. Yes. He's returned. He's returned. You may remember him um, from such movies that no, uh, from uh, episode five of our podcast. Yeah. I had, I had to go us. away for a while to go to lawyer school <laughs> so that I could become a judge. For we'll explain that later. Yes. Um. Yeah. So Chuck helped us out with the. Um, tournament episode uh he's gonna help mm-hmm. us out this episode uh we first have a fan letter to read oh, we have two fan letters two yeah. you guys have fans uh apparently we have two oh, we okay. have two okay <laughs> right. um so the first one is from cj he writes dear mark and gabe i love when han rises from the carbonite and chewie and leia embrace each other for the first time it's the moment she no longer thinks of Chewbacca as a walking carpet, whom she would rather kiss than Han, as nothing but an insult to both of them. But as her love for Han grows, Leia and her relationship with her lover's best friend grows as well. We see their bond develop when Lando starts to save them, and Chewie begins choking him. Leia and Chewie gang up on him, with a shared hole in their hearts and a readiness to retaliate. Can you guys talk about some of the other characters and how their personal relationships evolve? I'd love to hear both of y'all's perspectives. Thanks, Moof Milkers, CJ. P.S. I'm rooting for Mark to pass Gabe in trivia. Maybe would root for my brother if he didn't hate Han so much. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's well, good. Well, that I is like that. rooting wasted because you'll never pass me in trivia. Yeah. I just know more about Star Wars than you do. So. Yeah. yeah. All right, so. Also, calling us Moof Milkers, excuse me? I like it. Hey, little milk, milk, milk. Yeah. How are you? I'm, yeah. I'm milk, you're milk. Some guys. bedroom language. Neither one of them are wearing pants <laughs> right now. <laughs> so, so um, what are some of your personal favorite relationships that have, that have evolved yeah. specifically? Uh, Luke and um, R2-D2. Is that evolved? Yeah. I'm going to say it. I can say that's very it's, dynamic. No, it's grown. Like I think that they have like the most, like the deepest friendship of any of the characters 
Yeah. Like, he was there from the beginning of Luke's adventure. Mm-hmm. And at first he was just this obnoxious story who ran away. He was like, oh, this guy's going to get me in a lot of trouble. And then at the end he was, like, there convincing Luke to go back and join. Yeah. Yeah. So, I like I that. that a lot. I like, actually, how Luke's relationship evolves with Yoda. Um, it's pretty subtle, but... So in Empire Strikes Back, you know, he's really headstrong, just wants to go save Han and Leia. And Yoda's like, no, stop. What are you doing? You're an idiot. And in Return of the Jedi, Luke actually apologizes to Yoda. There's actually this scene where Yoda's like, um, like, oh, Vader told you he's your father. And Luke's like... Yes, he's like, how unfortunate. He's like, unfortunate I know the truth. Like, no, unfortunate that you rushed away to not complete your training. And Luke's like, I'm sorry. And just the, the maturity of Luke there, like yeah. accepting what he'd done wrong and apologizing to Yoda, I think is a, a small moment that, um, I don't know, it kind of resonated with me. And I, I think it, it just showed how the relationship evolved. Also, the relationship evolved even further in Last Jedi. Which yeah, then they're like sitting there yeah. chatting as friends. Yeah, um, yeah, and like Yoda still had that one final lesson to teach him. Yeah. What about so. you, Chuck? Uh, I like Anakin's relationship with himself. Yeah, he really Explain. does. Explain. Yeah. That's all I got. Okay. okay. Yeah. I got a new baby at home. Any mental capacity is gone. <laughs> well, that that is <laughs> that fills me with confidence. Yeah. With your judging ability. <laughs> it is going to be based on his screens louder. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, here's our fan letter from Brian. Okay. He had his questions last week. Yeah. And he's got some new questions this week. So, okay. Mark and Gabe, thanks for reading my letter. I have a few questions. You guys are my best source to fill in the gaps. That being said, I'd like to let Gabe know I will not fall for his evil trap, much like when Palpatine lured Anakin to the dark side. Mark is a coworker and a good guy, and I will not write a letter attacking Mark. I'm not asking you to. Maybe <laughs> asking you to be nice to me. <laughs> maybe Gabe misunderstood the word tolerate in my previous letter. I meant it like I've learned to tolerate Gabe, much like the prequels or a bee sting. <laughs> so, if you two have time for any, I have some more questions for you guys. Number one: Why are the Sith only in twos? Could there be several groups of twos spread through the galaxy? I've been thinking of this next question a lot lately, and you two hit it on the last podcast. Why did Darth Vader take Luke to the Emperor? Knowing there would only be one apprentice, wouldn't Vader know he would be executed if Luke turned to the dark side? And three, knowing how much Gabe enjoys Luke, my final question is for Gabe. When you watch and think of Luke on Octo, do, do you imagine that you were the Thalamus Siren getting milked by your hero? <laughs> no, <I can't. laughs> <laughs> I would like to address that question first. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I, I assume so. Yes. No. Oh man. I mean, you look kind of like one too. Oh. So. oh. Wow. You know, I don't think I deserve this. I know. I. I know. I pick on Han, a fictional character. Yeah. But you guys are just picking on me. Uh huh. Yeah. I'm not a fictional character. I'm a real person with feelings. Are you? <laughs> No, I'm a Thala Siren. <laughs> no feelings. I'm just there to be milked. Uh, all right. So let's get to the other questions. Uh, the first Why one. Why only in two? I actually even know this one. Wow. And Gabe doesn't know anything about the expanding universe. Yes. Um, 
So basically, the there's this giant Sith war yeah. way long ago. There's a really fantastic um, comic series that was called Jedi vs. Sith. It was like five issues, and it begins with the opening crawl. And it, it mentions like the whole, like, how there's only a master and apprentice. And it says, but a thousand years ago, before the fall mm-hmm. of the Republic, the Sith were legion. Yeah. So basically, like all bad guys, they attack each other for yeah. power because they want to be on top. So it created a lot of infighting. And so I believe it was Darth Bane um, yes. who created the rule of two. Um, he was the only Sith left after the war. Yeah. All the other ones were wiped out. And so he's like, basically he said, um, there is a Sith um, to wield power and a Sith to crave it. And that's yeah. it. Um, that way you keep um, things in check, basically. So you're not just fighting yourself. Which ties yeah. into... Um, why Vader would bring Luke to the Emperor, it's because um, it's kind of expected by the Master that at some point his apprentice will turn against him. And Mm -hmm. so um, by Vader bringing Luke there, it was so that he could have Luke team up with him to destroy the Emperor because he knew that he would not be able to defeat the Emperor on his own. Maybe. Um... I actually think it's more that he is just such a slave to the Emperor because he says over and over again to Luke, like, it's too late for me, I must obey my master. He would have no reason to say that if he was already planning on, like, he would have been like, hey, Luke, you want to go take on the Emperor together? Like, let's go do that. Um, I think that he just actually doesn't really fully grasp the concept of his position. Yeah. Like, he... I don't think he's thinking about the rule of two at all. It's just not a thought that enters his head. Yeah. He's just thinking about, I just have to serve my master. Um, He's given up his freedom, his free will. Yeah. And um, there couldn't be other groups of two throughout the galaxy because it's frequently shown throughout all the different media that um, like the emperor regularly like goes around the galaxy and finds other dark side users and murders. Yeah. And they actually show this in the clone wars cartoon because Darth Maul, uh, got his brother as an apprentice. Yeah. And, uh, the emperor shows up and he says, you've become a rival and he like takes him out. Yeah. So I, the the others groups will pop up, but then they are quickly wiped out because they can sense the dark side throughout the galaxy. Yeah. Um, let's go on to, we have another review. Yes, we do. From Brian. Yes. Lovely, lovely Brian. This is a really, really great... so wonderful. Now, Gabe wrote me a text and said, I think Brian wrote us a review, a a really bad review. A really nasty review. A really nasty review. (laughs) And I said, I think it's a really, really nice (laughs) review. So, okay, before I read this review, I don't know if anyone remembers from last episode, Brian said in his fan letter... That he wanted to extend a truce. Yes. Okay. And I accepted that truce. Yeah. After this, he writes, Fun, entertaining, educational Star Wars podcast unlike any other I've heard. Mark is the fan favorite with his logic and knowledge. Gabe is what Jar Jar was to the prequels. No, you're acting like that's a bad thing, yeah. but, but you don't know if Brian loves Jar Jar. First off, I would imagine he's the kind of person who would, obviously, because his <laughs> intelligence is obviously so low. Secondly, thank you, Brian, because without Jar Jar, Star Wars doesn't exist. So you're basically you're, what you're saying is, without me, 
the podcast doesn't exist. Except that because Star Wars, so because you, no, it, none of the bad stuff will <coughs> happen. Okay, I'm not saying I don't bring bad stuff to it. Okay, but a lot. It's existence. poorly written comedic relief. Yes, I am very poorly written. Your voice you. makes people want to tear their eardrums out. Why <laughs> are you guys being so mean? I just wanted to make sure that I understand the, the full thing. ramifications. Hold Star, on. Star Wars does exist without Jar Jar. No, it doesn't. it existed for 20 years before uh, Jar Jar came out. But then out. they retconned it in a way and explained that the Emperor only rose to power because Jar Jar is the one who called for a vote for emergency powers to be given to the Chancellor. He would so have without risen. that, no Emperor, no old trilogy, no new trilogy, He would have nothing. risen to power anyway. No, no he this, wouldn't. Nope. You'd need a Jar Jar. No. There's just no... Nope. If this is the way our debate <laughs> is going to go, this is going to be a waste of time. It's just going to be Mark, put it, Mark putting out great points. Objection, nope, nope, speculation. Nope, nope. just <laughs> throwing out, acting like a Fox News host. Like, no, not wrong. No, no. no. Can we just put a nope counter? Like, after like 10 nopes, he can't. He just has to stop. <laughs> okay, but here's also the thing. Jar Jar is what got Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan to Theed to save the Queen and thus leave to get Anakin the Chosen One, thus Star Wars. There is no Star Wars without Jar Jar. Therefore, there is no podcast without me. Thank you, Brian, for recognizing yeah. how integral I am to your podcasting needs. Yeah, but then you go and be like, well, Boss Nass is obviously the most important character in all of Star Wars because of what he did. Oh, Watto is the most important character in all of Star Wars because of what he did. The Jawas are the most important characters in Star Wars because of what they did. I don't. That's not something I need to defend or care about defending. <laughs> All that matters is that Jar Jar is important, and therefore I'm important. Look, <laughs> so here's the thing: you guys now fully just give embracing. me something. He game is fully embracing the title of being the Jar Jar okay. things to this podcast. Choose: Am I a Thala Siren or am I Jar Jar? I think a Jar Jar that likes to get milked. <laughs> yes, you're a Jar Jar. Ooh, he's a Lagnet. Misa gave gay binks. Misa move milker. All right. So now that we've lost all of our listeners, goodbye. Except Brian. No, you lost him too. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. All right. Not just the men, but the women and the children too. Oh, Annie. Okay. Uh, let's move on to just not much news this week. Yeah. Pretty light. Um, still don't have a trailer for the Han Solo movie. Nope. Um, Reed Morano, Morano, um, is the uh, she's the person who has directed um, the Handmaid's Tale series on Hulu. Yeah, I believe and, she's a showrunner. Yeah, it. and she's done some other stuff um, that's been critically acclaimed. She had a meeting, a secret meeting, with Kathleen Kennedy. That's uh, not very secret. Well, what they talked about was secret. The meeting itself, no, is not secret, but the contents are secret. Yeah. Uh, they didn't just they didn't um, let people know what they talked about, but obviously there's speculation that she's going to come on to direct something for Star Wars, whether yeah. it be a movie or the TV series that they're making for their new streaming platform. Yeah. Which would be cool. Because yeah. then you have more of women directors actually doing something. Oh, the, I'm just imagining the... The fanboys. The, fan, like, the 
fanboy screaming rage because they they know they have women directors as well. Kylo Ren is very. Is nothing this. sacred? Yeah. No. That was yeah. good. That was a good book. Thank you. Yeah. That's what they sound like. <laughs> All right. Uh, there was some Academy w- Award. Wait, was that your Brian impersonation? No. No. No, he okay. fully supports <laughs> the progressive future of Star Wars. All right. I support me. The Academy Awards are coming. Uh, Star Wars has been nominated for four different Last things. Jedi. Or Last Jedi. Um, uh, visual effects, score, sound mixing, and sound editing. So the most boring categories. It's it's the same stuff that it gets nominated for every single time there's a new Star Wars movie. They, there's There will never be a best actor. There will never be a best director. There will never be anything the exciting. The very first Star Wars uh, won Best Picture. Yeah, but that was it was so revolutionary. Yeah, well, this was revolutionary, and, and it was it was another space movie. Like there's yeah, there's yeah. nothing that I don't Luke, know that Star Luke. Wars could do anything. Okay. There was milking in space though. That's true. We haven't had milk. Even well, well, I guess it was milking on a different planet, but it wasn't really in space. I mean, there was Total Recall. <laughs> okay, <laughs> move on. So even if. You know, it's not Oscar-worthy. I would just like to say that Luke's performance, Mark Hamill's performance as Luke, yes, is probably the best performance in the film. Yes. Chuck, you disagree? There, I mean... <coughs> so, I, I, I agree with you guys on most things about the film. I, I do think it was amazing. I do think Mark Hamill had some some rough moments. What? Yeah. What? Name one. The ones that See, were you rough. can't. <laughs> Remember those ones that were a little like, mm, that line was a little... Yeah, mm, no, I, yeah. I, I get you. So just, just I keep saying, like, you're the best performance of the entire movie. Like, even if that's true, that also would demonstrate why no one... And it's also, the it's also, it's also ignoring well. the performance of the Fall of Sirens. Hold on. <laughs> what lines didn't come off well? I don't know. That was weeks ago. There's... I mean, there's a... I can't think there of any lines right now, like, but there's just, a couple where it's like... It seemed like they could have gone for a couple more takes. Yeah, just the the interaction between him and Ray just didn't, it was not natural. It was very obvious that it was like, oh, he said this line like three times and they just picked one. I don't agree. Yeah, well. So don't take you, this away from me. You love Mark Hamill. You've taken away so much from me. Don't take this away from me. What have I taken away from you? I've never taken away anything from you. Except for so. some milk. So, <laughs> let's move on to our main topic. All right. Come on, man, quit that thing. Our main topic. When Darth Vader discovered Leia's existence by ridding Luke's mind, he says Obi-Wan's failure is complete. Obi-Wan declared he failed Anakin in their final duel. But today we ask if Obi-Wan's life is in fact a failure, does Obi-Wan actually have the high ground. We present to you the trial of Obi-Wan Kenobi. He stands accused of being a failure by Mark Meredith, the prosecutor. I will act as defense attorney, and Chuck is our honorable judge. I'm a judge. We will have opening statements, then Mark and I will go through Obi-Wan's life from start to finish and meticulously argue point by point, Chuck. Chuck will guide the debate then he will ultimately declare a victor, and we will find out if Obi-Wan's life is a failure. 
this is the defendant, Gabriel Brunings. He says, Obi-Wan's a pretty swell guy. This, the prosecution, Mark Merriman. He says, Obi-Wan is a complete dumpster fire. <laughs> this is the voice of the rebellion court. statements. Mark, what have the Alright. So, I'm going to present the argument that Obi-Wan Kenobi is a complete failure in every way. We're going to start from his early life as a young Padawan, where he continually refused to listen to his masters, where he continually got into trouble, where he got his master killed. We're then going to move on into his training of a Jedi, a young Jedi who he had no business training, who was too old to complete the training, who was not ready, who he chose to put all of his faith in vague prophecies, thinking that he could be the one to, ra- to train him up. We're going to go into how he just stood by and allowed the galaxy to be destroyed by the Empire. We're going to look at why he allowed himself, allowed himself to be killed, to leave Luke completely alone without any training, and then didn't bother for three years to bother to tell him where to go to go meet up with the new Jedi to teach him, leaving him to his own devices to learn the Force, which we know is not a good way to go. Then we're going to look at how he and Yoda attempted to turn Luke Skywalker into an assassin to murder the one thing that showed their complete failure. And then we're going to look at how he continually lied over and over again. This is why Obi-Wan Kenobi belongs in the trash compactor of galactic history. I gave you only two minutes. <clears throat> Your Honor, if it pleases Chancellor Chuck and the Galactic Senate. Are you Jeff Sessions? <laughs> what, is, what is this? It, that accent oh, no. does not please me. <laughs> I do it like the five word leg horn thing. Like the... Now, now, Your Honor. Hold <laughs> on. Okay. Okay. All right, all right. okay. That is a my time. Yes, Hold it does. Yeah. Your Honor. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> you here. Keep you going. Can. I am here today to defend Obi-Wan's actions and his character as a Jedi and a true friend. <laughs> his friendship was on trial today. <laughs> Give me a minute. Okay. Obi-Wan is not a failure. Did we get a new did we get a new uh, lawyer for the defense? <laughs> Someone was thrown out. <laughs> okay. It's going to be such a short trial. <laughs> all right. All right. So I go. Okay. Obi-Wan is not a failure. Like blaming an interpreter for not knowing the difference between a power socket and a computer terminal, blame too is placed, misplaced, on Obi-Wan for the crumbling republic 
faltering Jedi Order, conflicted Anakin, and naive Luke. I will show you today that Obi-Wan is just a cog in a machine. That despite this machine that's twisted and evil, he did his best as a realist and pragmatist to rectify the failings of others. I will argue that most of what others, most of what appears as Obi-Wan's failure is actually the failure of the Jedi Code. It's a code made so strict to enforce its Jedi idealism that those who deny it are shunned. It's a code completely ill-equipped to deal with real human emotions, such as guilt, love, sympathy, and even PTSD. Despite this, however, I will show Obi-Wan is not just a complicit follower in this ill code. In fact, he's a pragmatist that disobeys such strict idealism and embodies the best of what makes people human. The Jedi Code's failure is not Obi-Wan's failure. What we are taught is not all who we are. Therefore, I say, if the Jedi Code doesn't fit, you must acquit. In essence, essence, Obi-Wan is a working man trying to make the best of a wretched hive of scum and villainy. He is a courageous hero and committed warrior. He would never drop his spice at the first sign of an Imperial cruiser. And above all, he has a kind, empathetic soul. He does all he can for his friends. Indeed, Qui-Gon, Anakin, Yoda, and Luke have no greater friend than an Obi-Wan Kenobi. By the end of this trial, I hope to persuade you that Obi-Wan is in fact a success, at least from a certain point of view. I'll say, I'll say, I'll say. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean... All right. (coughs) Let's start with the beginning of his life. All right. So. Episode one. No, no, no. We don't start at episode one. We start at the beginning of his life. (laughs) Obi-Wan Kenobi was born 57 years before the Battle of Yavin. Okay. On the planet Stujon. Stujon? Stujon. All right. Which Likely, is already a success. I'm, I'm guessing named after John Stewart. See? So I guess. Um, He's born to be successful. Yes. He was born. That did happen. That's yes. a success. He, was, yeah. he got yes. born. That yes. counts towards me. No, no. That counts towards me. It's, it's not a no, point system, you, counselor. You, you, miss, you miss the point where I point out <laughs> he was born 57 years before the Battle of Yavin. Which okay. means... Yes. Sir Alec Guinness yes. is supposed to be playing a 57-year-old man. So? Not a 107-year-old man. It's like, the desert air. It it just... It hurts you, man. Mm, yeah. White people age poorly is what we're saying. Sure. <laughs> or that. But that's a failure. Okay. I mean... That's not a... Fa- okay. Are we, are we going to get that petty? Yes. No. All right. Episode I, one. I hope the Honorable Chuck so, will disregard the, the uh, prosecutor's statements. I must say that the prosecutor has uh, done a good job of explaining how Obi-Wan has failed to age well. Yes. Uh, defense, would you like to try to I already explained rebut? that in his exile on Tatooine, it is the desert air and the desert climate that does not help you age well, especially because there's not a lot of access to good nutrition on that planet. It's not his failure. Doing a lot of spice? No. Yes. It's not his failure. It's the climate's failure. Look at how um, Uncle Owen aged a ton between episodes three and four. Not really that much. Yeah, he aged a ton. Distress me. No, he really didn't. (laughs) Anyways. How come come Mark Hamill looks so good then? 
in that first. He's movie. only twenty. Yeah, and he, he spent twenty years on Tatooine, and he looks like he's nineteen. Okay, he looks a year younger. Here's the thing: <laughs> how well you age does not count towards whether or not your whole life is a failure or not, because it is a petty argument. But it, it, it's one part of it. I would like to point out that the counsel for the defense has clearly missed the pertinent argument, which is that he was so successful at aging, he did it faster than everyone else. So, Damn it! <laughs> keep, keep on your toes there, Gabe. Keep on your toes. Episode right. one. Episode one. So we got Padawan yes. to Qui-Gon Jim. As Qui-Gon says, you're a much wiser man than I am. Yeah. Why would Qui-Gon say that? Because he's being easy on this dumb no. kid. <laughs> no. Yes. Qui-Gon wouldn't recommend him be ready for the trials then at the Jedi Council if he really thought that. Maybe you haven't paid attention. There's a lot of dumb Jedi. Counselor, can you please uh, give some examples for this statement of how Obi-Wan is smarter than Qui-Gon? How he's smarter than yeah, Qui-Gon? Wasn't that what, I mean, well, for can starters... You give some examples, some, some factual... Okay, evidence? yes. Here's a factual evidential thing. Are you getting sassy? Do you want me to hold you in contempt? No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry. I don't even know what that means, but I'll do it. Now, I'm sorry, sir. Now, please, let me, let me, let me. (laughs) You know how I like those southern gentlemen. Oh, lordy. Okay. Yes, he's wiser because Qui-Gon, this rebel Jedi who defies the council all the time, Mm -hmm. decides that this kid is the chosen one. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I want you... Yes. You're saying yes. that being a rebel against the council is a bad thing. No, no, no. No. I'm, I'm presenting... You just said it as like a critique, like it was no, no, a bad no, no, thing. No, 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 no. I'm not. Wanna, I'm so clarifying it's not. That's in the record, and we're just going to move on. I'm clarifying it's not. Um, I'm, I'm presenting the fact that Qui-Gon goes on... He, go, he thinks on his own, okay, which isn't inherently a bad thing, but because of that, he decides... You think he would be wise enough not to decide this, but he decides... That Anakin is has to be trained to be the chosen one, and he brings on Jar Jar, the worst character oh. in Star Wars. Ooh, okay, all right. Um, Obi Wan, right. when he first sees Jar Jar, he's like, "What's this?" And like, he he's not on board, and he's, he's also, also not, not on board. He's also but, not on board when Anakin is brought on board. Right. Anakin comes on board, yes. and Anakin is, and and Obi Wan says, "Oh, we're gonna pick up more refuse. What kind of Jedi is that?" He's like. These people are garbage. No, he only he only he only raised more junk, more garbage. Okay, you are you 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 need need to dial it back. You're completely misrepresenting my client's position. All right, Obi Wan only raises objections to Anakin when the council does, because he's recognizing that the council has an issue with it, and he knows the council is wiser than he is. No, when Anakin first comes on board the ship. Before the council. He shakes his hand. And he's like, hi, pleasure to meet you. Yeah, he's like, we're going to bring more garbage on board. <laughs> he doesn't say that. What I'm going to look up. Talking about? I'm looking up the quote. <laughs> what? Okay, moving on. There'll be evidence. Uh, okay, so I, but I've words. presented, I have presented though that he is wiser than Qui-Gon, correct? You said some stuff. Come on, Jar Jar. <laughs> All you really did was prove that Qui-Gon's a idiot. Right. Therefore, inherently making Obi-Wan wiser. No. No. no that just no. proves Qui-Gon's an idiot. Who then decided to train Show a Jedi Obi- making Obi-Wan an idiot. Show me where Obi-Wan is wiser. Because he objected to those things that made Qui-Gon an idiot. Yeah. 
All right, we're getting somewhere. So then, um, he, uh, Qui-Gon dies. Um, now, you said he got his master killed. Can you explain that? Because I yeah. object to that fact. Okay. Cool. So Okay, cool. I'm back. Counselor, let's tone it down. He's the one who... Gabe, So, I believe at least once in episode one, it may have been twice, but as as far as I can recall, once, we see when the Jedi are under threat, Mm -hmm. they can run real, real fast with the Force. Yes. So then, when Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon are fighting against Mm -hmm. Darth Maul, which Obi-Wan can see that Darth Maul is so strong that they need mm-hmm. both Jedi to take him on. Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan gets knocked over the ledge, almost dies because he's a terrible Jedi, and then he force jumps up on the platform, and then he just casually jogs towards the fight okay. instead of using that force run May I to rebuttal? book it down the hallway in order to make himself useful for the fight. Judge, may I rebuttal? Um, Counselor Meredith, I'm, I'm wanting to make sure I understand why letting Qui-Gon get killed was a failure. <laughs> <laughs> because all, because the Jedi <laughs> believe that all life is sacred. <laughs> And apparently, Obi-Wan doesn't believe that. Apparently, okay. Obi-Wan doesn't believe that all life is sacred. He thinks that all life okay. can go second. So are may you I, defining your failure I, of Obi-Wan as a failure to be a good Jedi? Yes, on top okay. of everything else. Okay. okay, may I... Okay, two points. Um, one, your point that his failure as a good Jedi... Well, the Jedi were terrible... So therefore, his failure is a good thing of being a his failure of being a Jedi is good. Therefore, thus making him success. Two, <laughs> no, really, like, like I'm so I'm a failure at being a bad person. That makes me good. Okay, that's what you said. Secondly, no. um, he did not let his master get killed. All right, let's look at the facts. When we see him force speed the first time. It was at um, the the uh, it was aboard the Trade Federation ship. Yes. They were just fighting some battle droids, pretty easy, um, not very taxing. And then he speeds off. He's fighting a Sith, uh-huh. okay? Who he had dueled. They, Jedi have never dueled Sith before that time, over a thousand years. So he has no training in that. He's trying to keep up. Um, and Darth Maul is like a force of nature, right? Like you said yourself, Darth Maul is a force of nature. Um, so this is like quite a ways into the duel. You think that he has enough energy after his giant force jump to get up back to where they were to just force speed down there? Apparently because he had enough energy to like force pull himself up from the from dangling in the pit and to be strong after enough. After resting to- for a while, sir. He I rested would, there for a while. I would like to see you hang from something. I could for, do it for ten minutes. I could do it and find more energy. Yeah, bring it. <laughs> I could do it. All right, let's he do medi- it. It was, it was a form of meditation. All right, being one with the force. All right, let's move on. For the people at home, I would like you all to know that the judge 
has the body shape that would have resulted in me falling off that ledge after 0.2 seconds. Actually, um, side note here. I find it very interesting that Darth Maul had the high ground and Obi-Wan did the same maneuver Yeah, Anakin failed in. Yeah, and yet, and, and yet on, Obi-Wan's telling him, yeah. don't do it, I have the high ground, when Obi-Wan himself did the maneuver. Meaning that... Obi-Wan's a failure. No, no, no. It means that Obi-Wan is such success, he can pull off that maneuver despite being incredibly disadvantaged. Another point for me, Judge. You're really about this point system. Do you I'm not understand how I'm not saying it's a point system. I'm just saying... Do you not get how I'm just saying, work? look at my arguments, dog. <laughs> Your boob is called, <laughs> called the judge a dog. <laughs> like... Moving on. Well, I think on. we should move into final arguments. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, moving on. Okay. No, 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 no. His master is dead. Yes. Thank God. Obi-Wan, <laughs> Obi-Wan stated yes. earlier on, yes. Anakin is dangerous. Yes. The Jedi Council can sense it. Yes. Why can't you? Yeah. And then, so he thinks this kid is too dangerous for a Jedi Master to okay. train. Mark, we're really good friends, right? Therefore, I'm going to train this kid... Because me, the human dumpster fire <laughs> from Stu John, Hold on. is better than any other Jedi. Hold on. May I say something, Judge? You can say All anything. Right. Um, I'm trying to be no more respectful. Here. I'm trying to be more respectful, more conciliatory. Okay. Mark, we're good friends, right? Whoa. <laughs> Chuck, we're good friends, right? <laughs> I can't be biased. I'm the judge right now. Okay. Let's say you have a best friend, Mark. Yes. His dying his wish Brian? to you. <laughs> let's, let's say Brian is dying. Okay. He's in your arms. Yes. His dying wish is for you to do something. You just cast that aside as if it's nothing. If his dying wish is, please, you must go back in time and raise Hitler from a baby. <laughs> Well, wait, but, but yeah, you, I'd be like, no, but wait, but if you, if you raised Hitler, then the you thing. could raise him to not be Hitler. So that might be good. Qui-Gon taught Obi-Wan to trust in the Force. Okay? At a certain point, Obi-Wan is trusting in Qui-Gon. And therefore trusting in the Force. You can't trust Qui-Gon because Qui-Gon's dead. There's no Qui-Gon to trust. If I had a teacher who taught me for 20 years, uh-huh. I'm not just going to be like, oh, well, they're dead. I guess they don't matter. I'm going to take it to heart as a good friend would do. And therefore, his success in being a friend outweighs the danger of this Padawan Anakin. Which, by the way, this whole blame game about, well, he raised the most dark lord ever. Anakin is a dark lord all on his own. All right? We'll get get to that later in the later episodes, okay? But I want to circle back to that, Judge. Let's move on, gentlemen. Judge Dog. (coughs) Episode two. Why would you judge dog? (laughs) You more of a cat. (laughs) Moof milker? Thala siren? (laughs) Those are words, counselor. (laughs) Alright, so in episode two, Mm -hmm. Obi-Wan decides to run off Tall edge of the galaxy and get himself captured because he is terrible at sneaking. Okay. <laughs> um, what you mean to say 
is that he's doing all the hard work of the Jedi Council. No. All of this all of this um, finding out what's going on is placed on his shoulders alone. Uh-huh. Okay. Going deep into enemy territory, thousands of systems are separating from the Republic, where they have all amassed on Geonosis. And you're saying, oh my gosh, he's so dumb he got captured? Yes. Really? So you yeah. think he's a, he's a failure because he's not a god. Because he just no. can't do everything. I'm saying he's a failure because he got captured. No, that doesn't make him a failure. Judge? Yeah, I mean, I'm waiting for the how getting captured is not a failure at not getting captured. Like, if not getting mm-hmm. captured is your goal, and getting then you captured, captured is a failure? Help me understand why it's not, Counselor. I'm saying that the that technically yes. Define your trying, success. So define your success. Okay. So we understand why it's not his a failure. success is getting the information to the Jedi Council about what's going on, which he did. And that then, was his mission. And then he tells Anakin and Padme, yeah, which caused them to come to the planet and okay. get themselves captured. Um, Obi Wan got himself. And two others captured, chained up, and if if De- if Jedi X Machina if Jedi X Machina had not descended from the sky okay. to save him, Judge, then they all would have been eaten. I have a response to that. Go ahead. If you had done your research, you don't. <laughs> you can't. Whoa! This is a family friendly podcast. I, think I got the words out. Uh, if you had done your research. <laughs> You dumb. <laughs> you you can't say that on this. No, if you, you are you are con- watch your language. You are conceding the point when you do that. No, okay, but seriously, if you had done your research, you'd have seen he only sent that message to Anakin and Padme because he wasn't close enough to Coruscant to get that message to the Jedi Council. They uh-huh. had to relay the message back to them. Uh huh. That was his mission, getting the information to the Jedi yes. Council, which he achieved. It's which, not his fault that they went after him because he told them specifically to stay. Yeah, but come on. He's this is Luke this is Anakin Can Skywalker. I just okay. That your rebuttal to his point was Yeah, but Yeah, but come on. Yeah, but okay. come on. This is Anakin Skywalker we're talking about. Okay. If Obi-Wan Kenobi says so, No 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 no, don't bother to show up on this planet. You know that Anakin is going to okay. bother Okay, so you're saying plan. Obi-Wan is responsible for everybody else's actions all the time. That's what you're saying. I'm saying that— Because Anakin rushes headlong into situations, that's all Obi-Wan's fault. Because Anakin has no responsibility in the matter of doing that. It's all Obi-Wan. No. Anakin you sound is... just like Anakin. It's all Obi-Wan's fault. He's only be back. That's what you are. You sound like <laughs> wow. Anakin because you're screaming at me like exactly. a lunatic. That's what you sound like. That's— Mark made a good point there. You you did sort of have a crazy Anakin. No, I'm. But do you what, get my point? What I'm saying is that Obi Wan specifically knows his 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 student, and if he says Anakin, absolutely do not come here mm-hmm. under any circumstances. Do not get in your ship that is hyperspace capable and travel over to this system. And come and find me. Okay. These are my coordinates. Don't come over here. You know Anakin's going to happen. Okay. What he should have done 
was given Anakin a task to go do instead that would have occupied his His time. task was to protect Padme because she was in danger of being assassinated. And if the choice is between not getting this information at the Jedi Council or getting this information and risk Anakin coming there, then yeah, he's going to risk that because it's vital to get this information at the Jedi Council, making yeah. him a success because yeah. he is a pragmatist. And pragmatism is success. So what you say is... Counselor, hey, can I just make sure that you're not using words that are too big for you yourself? What, what does pragmatist mean? It means taking situations and making the best, not, not adhering to the strict ideology. Right? <coughs> taking situations and trying to make the best of it, um, being willing to compromise, being willing to compromising the risk of Anakin coming there for the greater good. I didn't know that the definition of pragmatism had to do with Anakin. Yeah. I'm explaining Kids it. at home, I have no idea what pragmatism expl- means. I suggest you Google it. It's a terrible judge. <laughs> Where did we get this judge? You brought him. So maybe I'll maybe I'll start talking in words that you can understand. Okay, Jeff. <laughs> okay. So moving on, moving on. Okay. In episode two, Obi Wan, he's got this student, okay, mm-hmm. who is very arrogant, incredibly arrogant, mm-hmm. extremely emotional, I and he's so. trying. I know like that. Yeah. He's trying oh. his best. To temper that arrogance. To remind him of his place. Mm-hmm. Okay. That Anakin being arrogant is not on Obi-Wan. Anakin's told that he's the chosen one. Okay? That's not Obi-Wan's fault. That doesn't make Obi-Wan a failure. Anakin is his own failure. He makes his decisions. Obi-Wan's failure is saying, hey... I should be the one to train this kid instead of handing him off to somebody much more qualified and knowledgeable. So you're saying that learning from your mistakes is not being a successful person. Because no, later on, he has I'm, Luke go to Yoda and not himself. Because he was dead. He decided <laughs> to get himself killed. Because well, rather than let He needed to, to get to get Luke to escape. But we'll get to that point. <laughs> Episode three. At the start, you see a much better relationship between Anakin and Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. Like any teenage years, mm-hmm. um, eventually the parents and usually kids can, you know, come to an understanding. They have an understanding, so you can see further. It's not Obi Wan's fault if Anakin's acting out. Time out. You're saying that teenagers and parents get along. No, I'm saying they don't. I'm you saying just that, said they come I'm, to an understanding. No, no, I'm saying later on, like when they grow up. Yeah, like, like in Anakin has like grown up now. Forties, not forties, but twenties. Oh, wrong in my home. Though. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm saying in this you situation. It's not the place. He even gives credit to Anakin. He lets him take all the credit for saving the Chancellor. Um, he is a success in continuing to inflate Anakin's ego. No, no, no. He, he understands when to recognize somebody's, um, somebody else's success. Mm-hmm. Um, and when to also put them in their place to make sure they're not going overboard. This was a huge feat Anakin did. And he understands that he recognizes it again, showing his compassion as a human being. Um, so I'm wondering why you decided to skip right to them 
completing the mission, instead of talking about how Obi-Wan Kenobi managed to get himself knocked unconscious two seconds into the fight against Count Dooku. So, okay. Therefore, allowing Count Dooku First free off. reign on Anakin and then allowing the Emperor to get into Anakin's head and make him murder somebody in cold blood. Okay, again... He's act- such a bad Jedi that he's a bad fighter and You're gets saying, himself okay, first knocked off, out. First off, when you say... You know, all of these things happened after that. This whole chain of causation. Mm-hmm. You can't just say all of that makes Obi-Wan a failure. Okay. Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan got a, knocked out. Obi-Wan's okay. a failure because he's well, he's terrible at lightsaber fighting. I would like to just point out that in a previous segment of yeah. a podcast I know, yes. someone may have used a similar train of thing This a, is defense cause attorney. and effect, cause and effect, cause and effect, yeah. thing 12, um, they're not even letters and numbers judge, anymore, to prove that Jar Jar is great? Judge, this is defense something? attorney Gabe. I will say anything to win. <laughs> okay. This has nothing to do with Gabe of the previous podcast. Gabe in the no, previous I'm just was wrong. Point. Gabe was a fucking idiot in the previous segment, okay? Gabe is stupid. Jar Jar is dumb. What was he talking about? He's just trying to make himself look good in front of Brian. That's all that's <laughs> happening. All right. So, <laughs> at least we got to the truth. So, um, first off, he's not bad at lightsaber combat. All right. Yes, Count yes. Dooku got a good move with the Force Grip, which he wasn't expecting because he hadn't seen that till then. Yeah. Also, Secondly, Obi-Wan has... How could he beat Anakin then? How could he beat Jeno Grievous? How could he beat Darth Maul if he's so <coughs> bad at lightsaber combat? He didn't beat General Grievous. Yes, he did. No. He shot him in the chest five yeah. times the blaster. He gave up on the Jedi because ways. Because he's a pragmatist. He gave up on the Jedi getting, ways. Getting the job done, therefore a success. Judge. <laughs> I'm not giving rulings to you yet. <laughs> I'm just, you don't get to know how you're doing. I'm reminding also, you I'm reminding you I'm right. <laughs> also, mind you, at this point, the Clone Wars cartoon series have come out so we can ignore yeah. it for this line. When they show up, he says to he says, Chancellor. Sith Lords are our speciality. Yeah. Completely ignoring the fact that the last time they faced off against a Sith Lord, he got his apprentice's arm hacked off, and they both ended up eating it and had to have a CGI Yoda show up and flip around like an idiot. Okay. In order to succeed. Okay. Sith Lords are not their speciality. Okay. Sith Lords are their greatest weakness. They are their speciality? Because by default, they're their specialty. Okay. No other Jedi have dealt with the Sith. If I am the first brain surgeon to ever exist on planet Earth, mm-hmm. and I make a few mistakes by... No, no. By, listen. <laughs> listen, I'm a brain surgeon. Every, listen, every single time Look, somebody has died, but I am the only brain surgeon. No, so therefore, no. that's my speciality. I have one success. Let's say I have one successful surgery and one botched surgery. No, no, and no, I'm no. the only brain surgeon on the planet. That oh. is still my specialty. But your that first, doesn't make it not my specialty. Your first successful brain surgery, during it, your partner standing right next to you ended up getting killed. So you're not no. really that good at brain surgery, are you? No. On a the side point note, is, is I'm no special- longer going to say I'm fat. I'm going to say that cuisine is my speciality. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. All right. Moving on. 
During episode three. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, is this the episode three in which Obi-Wan is so bad at the Force that he can't tell that Padme has two lives growing inside of her uh, body? Except for he said Anakin's the father, isn't he, without any prompting. He did sense that, you dumb fuck. That's just because <laughs> they both stank like sex. <laughs> no, it's not like she just got pregnant. She's wearing, like, big, huge, giant dresses that are fooling nobody, and yet Obi-Wan has not decided to look, not to bring this up. If you don't think up, to look for it, why would he notice? Because they're new lives. He never sees her. That's probably... When, when no, no, did no. he see her before then? All the times that he no. and Anakin, his bestie, have been hanging out together. No, because she just revealed that they were pregnant. She just did, which means he hadn't seen her until before she got pregnant. Well... During the pre- getting pregnant, um, <laughs> so it's probably been nine. We can we can assume it's been nine months since Obi Wan has at least seen her <coughs> before they got pregnant, and then Obi Wan did not see her. Have yeah, why single, was it nine months before have, they got pregnant that he was sorry? It, my, uh, I'm tripping over my words. Um, and plus the fact that we all know that nine months before Obi Wan is actually the father, um, like good for him. <laughs> Making him a success because Luke's the greatest character in all of Star Wars. Uh, no. If you had done uh, Princess Leia, you would have made a better argument. But uh, that's okay. you didn't go with that argument. Yeah. So I believe okay. she actually won a tournament ba- about who Obi Wan did not have any other scenes with Padme. That's probably the first time he met with her since seeing her nine months ago. So no, he didn't sense it. Idiot. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on. Uh, Anakin has turned to the dark side. Yes. By his own will. We've gone over this. Mm. It's not Obi-Wan's fault. Obi-Wan yeah. tried his best to work with Anakin, all right? He even disobeyed the code. He even said, like, I'm trying to help you and Padme. Yeah. Being okay. a good friend, because friendship is the ultimate success. Friendship is magic. No, I got you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, then he has to confront Anakin. Yes. Okay. And when he does, yes. he states, yes. only a Sith deals in absolutes, which you will note is an absolute. Judge, I have a rebuttal to this. Obi-Wan, an idiot. Judge, I have a rebuttal to this. <laughs> Look at the exact words that he said. He said, only a Sith deals in absolutes. Yes. Okay. Meaning deals, uses absolutes. Deals in absolutes. As in presents things in absolutes. Yes. As in like you are with me or you are my enemy. Or that kind of statement is not the same statement as only a Sith does this. Well, that's an absolute. No, no. You're it's it's an absolute statement, but he's saying specifically absolute dealings. Yes. Absolute presenting of a deal. Saying you this or this. That or this. He's not saying only Sith or this. He's saying only Sith do this. Only Sith do this. Jedi do not. No, he's not. He's not that's not presenting a deal. And he's not implying that Jedi don't do that. Well, I guess yeah, he is. By he saying. is. But hold on. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. He, was, he was doing. You were doing really good but, until that stumble there. There okay, we go. But that there doesn't. That, but that doesn't take away my point. In that he is saying that the dealing of absolutes. He's not presenting a deal. He's saying Sith do this. 
only Sith do this. Okay, but that's not presenting a deal. That's only, not saying this or this. Only two people in the entire galaxy do this. Yeah. Oh, Obi-Wan Kenobi believes that only two people in the entire galaxy... Because the Jedi are taught... Out of the billions and billions of people, deal in absolutes. Because the Jedi are taught that nothing is this or that. Okay? And he believes that two people in the billions and billions and trillions of lives in the galaxy... He's making a point. He's Mm. being hyper... He's not saying... "Mm." Like, you're... That's like... So, if I'm like... Like, only, only a bad person is bad... Like, like, well, no, good people can be bad sometimes, too. No, the point is, you can't, you can't just, like, nitpick, like, you're saying only two people are this way? No, he's saying, like, he's making a point to Anakin. <laughs> that was a wonderful impersonation. He's saying <laughs> to Anakin, only your Sith ways are making you do this. That's his point. He's not saying, like, literally, only two people do this and, well, billions of billions. That's literally you're what he said. dumbing, you're trying to present him as dumbed That's down. That's because he is dumb. He is not dumb. He's a big old dummy. He's intelligent. He has the best quotes in all of Star Wars, which makes him a success. <laughs> I would like to Moving on. say that we'll what let Chuck happens judge when you talk about the prequels too long is that you eventually start saying, Nuh-uh, nuh-uh, he's a dummy dummy, nuh-uh. <laughs> this is why you should not spend this long all on right. the prequels. Um, he admits that he may have failed Anakin. <coughs> In yes, some ways. He failed him. But that doesn't make his life a failure. That is the <laughs> argument presented. That is what I had trial for. His life is a failure. I can make mistakes. That doesn't make my whole life a failure. Okay? And, and most of Anakin turning to the dark side is Anakin's fault, not Obi-Wan's fault. It's Obi-Wan failing Anakin. If he had succeeded with because Anakin, he feels guilty. If he had succeeded instead of failing, which is an impossible success to have, Anakin, because Anakin was always going to be manipulated by the Emperor. Which, by the way, no. Anakin would have been manipulated by the Emperor much faster if he had not taken him on as an apprentice. All right, Obi Wan did it despite the Council's you have no reservations. Way of that. Really, you don't think the Emperor would have found you're, him? You're dealing you with an entire really alternate. Think that the Emperor would not have found him? You're dealing with an entire alternate universe, and made him more where powerful. Where you decided what's going to happen, completely destroyed universe. the galaxy much sooner. Wait, did you just claim that the emperor wouldn't have found him? No, he is yeah, saying, he's saying no. What I am saying is, he said if Obi Wan did not train Anakin, then Anakin would have turned to the dark side way, way sooner, and the entire galaxy would have been destroyed far sooner. But he's creating an entire fictional universe that we don't know anything about and has decided this. We don't know that. It's, enti- it's pure speculation. But recognizing... Okay. I'll Lawyer to, words! I'll submit to that. But recognizing oh, the danger of Anakin, he knows that danger shouldn't be in other hands. Okay? So setting aside this alternate reality, he just knows... That Anakin shouldn't be in another person's hands, which could become more dangerous than a Jedi looking after him. And that is being a pragmatist, which again, is being successful. Moving on to episode four. Obi-Wan has selflessly decided 
to stay on Tatooine and look after Luke. Mm. Because he knows that Luke is the best hope for the galaxy. He knows it's not him. He also has PTSD from his ordeal. He knows it's not him because he's a failure. No. Because he made he may have made mistakes with Anakin. Again, this doesn't mean this isn't what Obi-Wan thinks of himself. This is an objective view of Obi-Wan as a person. Okay? I think I suck. Yes. Other people don't think I suck. Hopefully. <laughs> yes. Brian but thinks you suck. Do you yeah. think that the art school teacher who denied Hitler's application? <laughs> do you think that they were a failure? History lesson. Is this a thing that actually happened that you're referring to? Or yes. Is this a hypothetical art Hitler teacher? Hitler okay. got rejected from art school. Have we seen his art? Maybe it was a dumpster fire. It was It was okay. Oh, you by the way. art school for okay By art. the way. Moving so on. if he had gotten accepted into art school, probably wouldn't have become Hitler. You don't know that. He might have. Probably wouldn't. Maybe. Have you seen it? Again, have you seen the art? Yes. So doesn't was that. Was it art of furnaces? No. Oh, okay. okay, first well, off, yeah. doesn't that argument apply then to Obi-Wan taking on Anakin? He's not rejecting his art application oh, because he knows that he could spin. become Hitler. Oh, that's a good spin. You have argued yourself into a hole, my friend. No, what I'm yes, saying. what you're saying. And then Gabe lost and then he him. Lost him. Yeah, he was on the high. <laughs> he was there. And then he just, <laughs> and then, and then he just <laughs> kindergarten voice lost it. All okay. Right. Um, but also you had said in your opening statement – that Obi-Wan um, just leaves Anakin there um, and then burned him. Yeah. Would you, if I was laying on the floor mm-hmm. and you thought I was going to die, <coughs> would you have it in your heart, having gone through such a traumatic experience, to kill me? If you had just murdered thousands of little children, which you told me you did, and I saw a video of you doing so... Yeah, I would. Despite the long friendship we've had. Absolutely. And the ordeal you have. You are not... After seeing you, you butcher children on yeah, video? You know, yeah, you taxing that is psychologically? You are not um, accounting for the human condition. You're expecting perfection. You're expecting godhood. I'm expect- no. Yes, you I'm are. I'm expecting that if I watched a video of you killing children, that I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to kill this dude. I thought all life was sacred. Um... Jedi yeah. Yeah, all life is sacred. Which, by the so way... you're going and murdering thousands. By the way, since it was Anakin who killed the Emperor, thank God he didn't kill him. Which God? <laughs> My God. <laughs> Which Thus making that? that a success. Is that the God of the No, you're trying to... Now you, no, no, you just got it. You had gotten upset with me because... This happened. Look, and I, Gabe from a few minutes ago is an idiot, okay? Gabe right now is correct. Gabe is literally crawling up onto his chair like Gollum. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Episode then, four. so he's, he, he's in exile. Yes. He's taken upon himself, through his P, working through his PTSD, which is an admiral thing. So you're Which, saying that people who have PTSD are have failures. Is no, that what you're saying, Mark? What I'm saying is, is that have, what you're saying? What I'm saying is we have no evidence that Obi-Wan is dealing with his PTSD. You don't think when he's having that conversation with Luke and he's like, you know, oh, you know, before the dark times, before the Empire, like, and he's so like solemn and quiet about it. He's like reliving that in his head. 
course he has PTSD. But you have no evidence of that. Are you a psychologist? Uh, looking let's, at his you know actions. What? Let's bring your mom in here and she can look into whether or not he had PTSD. I don't need to be a psychologist to have Catherine, empathy with let's characters. Keep it clean. There does not need to be any mom references in this trial. I was not insulting his mother. You know what? Maybe we could bring your mom in here. Whoa, counselor, what did I just say? To explain your theatrical nonsense. This is all theater to you. It's literally a film <laughs> with actors. So, yes, it's theater to me. This is a podcast, you know. Okay, Judge, Mark is implying so. that I am not, that in order to have a sense of who someone is or to have empathy with someone, I have to be a psychologist. Really? I'm stating that for him to give the diagnosis of post-traumatic stress disorder, I'm saying he does have to be a psychologist. We can best extrapolate that from his words and actions. You're using those big words again. So if you're going to prove that he had PTSD, I'm first going to need you to give me the full medical definition of PTSD, including which symptoms uh, Obi-Wan is suffering from, evidenced by scenes from the film. So moving on, we have... <laughs> He don't play fast and loose with medical diagnosis. <laughs> he is game. trying. Okay, you said his sacrifice on the Death Star. Tell me why that's wrong. Because you can't. So moving on. No, 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 no. Okay. So Obi Wan one just fights terribly. Like he's old and weak. He's fifty-seven years old. I think and Brad powers, Pitt's 57 years old. And his powers are weak, old man, as Vader says. His powers have depleted. But he's taunting him. So that okay. doesn't mean that so you're implying. So. so what you're implying is that Rey should not be a new Jedi. No. That Luke should just go on and do everything and no. not leave things to the next Where generation. Where's this coming from? I'm sorry, what? Hey, let me explain. He is saying that someone who, who is older and... It should basically always take on things because what is hold on what is what is a, a fifty seven year old man looking like a ninety five year old man have to do with Ray becoming a Jedi? Okay, because so, it's Luke's story the same is the same Obi-Wan. as Obi Wan's story. <laughs> no, and, we're we're no. Okay, so Obi Wan is fighting against Vader. Yes, Luke mm-hmm. in desperate need of a teacher. Having only learned how to basically blindfold himself mm-hmm. and block a couple of blasters, and that's his whole teaching yeah. on what the force is, mm-hmm. Obi-Wan decides to let himself get killed and not train Luke, because it's not like he okay. kept showing up as as a force ghost and teaching Luke all the different Jedi ways. Instead, he's like, you know what? I'm just going to let Luke figure it out entirely on his own without any help. And then he doesn't even bother to show up and talk to him for another three or four years. I have two points, Judge. Empire Strikes Back. Judge, I have two points in rebuttal to that. Please. Okay. One, in regards to what you just said, he knows that Yoda can train him better than him. Okay. So he waits three years. let Let me finish. Wait, wait. Why? Let me finish. So I have to not let interrupt you, no. but you're able to interrupt me no. this entire if, debate. If you tell me to let you finish, I'm going to let you finish. Yeah, you just have to tell okay. me. Okay. Yeah. Always let me finish then. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Carry on. My wayward son. 
Can I just get Gabe on loop going, let me finish, let me finish, let me finish. <laughs> Let's <me> ringtone. <laughs> okay. Um, maybe he's, he's lost it. Okay, no, no, so, no, no, no. Don't, okay, no, no. Okay, you can get but, there. But, um, don't dumpster fire like your client. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, he is one with the force now, right? Uh-huh. He is now guided by the cosmic force. Yes. The cosmic force knows when the right time for Luke to see Yoda is. And because of that, it's not like Obi-Wan just gets to decide to appear whenever he wants as a force ghost. You are automatically, as a force ghost, one with the cosmic force. And that is a complete sentience. That is not his sentience. Okay? So he appears at the cosmic forces. There's, there's no evidence anywhere yes. in the canon yes. for the force ghosts not being able to choose when and where they show up. There's also not evidence that that's not the case. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then, then okay. Obi-Wan shows up at the end as the voice and is like, you the horse, Luke. But there's no reason okay. why he couldn't my have second, done that while standing on, in the control room of Yavin 4. My second, my second point, Your Honor, is that when he's fighting Vader, he knows that Luke's instinct is to come and help. So he also knows that in order for Luke to get out of there, he has got to sacrifice himself, which is why right after he does, he says to him, run, Luke, run, to get out of there. Because he's a great judge of character and knows that Luke would come after him and he can't let that happen. And he knows that Luke is the new hope. When he Luke is. When, when Obi-Wan Luke, gets himself killed... That causes Luke to stick around more and start firing wildly. Which is why he tells him to run, Luke, run. Yeah. But he if can't he do that from that. all the way over on the other side. Yeah, he could have. No, he, he can't. Has the force. There is no force voice projection. We have not there, seen that. Yes, There's we no have. evidence of that. Yes, we have. What? When Luke is talking to Leia, when he's dangling off the bottom of. That's because of Luke has Cloud a connection City. to Leia. The only time they've shown connections like that are with Luke and Leia, brother and sister, Luke and his father, father and son, right? And Kylo Ren and Rey, which was opened up by Snoke, not them. That is the only time we've seen force connections. You cannot just say, oh, Obi-Wan can just force connect with whoever he wants. Really, in that moment when he's fighting Vader, he's supposed supposed to concentrate on force connection? Really? No. To send a telepathic message throughout all of the Star Wars canon, there are multiple things of using the force. And maybe Obi-Wan's just not skilled in that area. That doesn't make him a failure. Let's move on. We're getting 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 too much on this. Um, No, he's dead now. Yeah. No, we got more ghost stuff to do. He's dead now. I thought you were arguing that he was a successor failure. By the way, by the way, I will I will admit that there is one failure that Obi-Wan has to atone for. And that is hiring Han Solo to fly them out of Tatooine. Which they do perfectly successfully, you mean? That is the one failure because Han is terrible and dumb and stupid. And I I have to, I mean, it's hard for me to take that in. It's definitely a sin that Obi-Wan has. But everyone makes mistakes, like I said. And Obi-Wan's just trying to be a pragmatist. Maybe there's he's, this scum he's, pilot he's got to hire. He's dead now. Yeah. You're arguing about his life. He's a he's dead now. ghost. Yeah, he no, still has he's, actions as a ghost. Now. So, go, and he so doesn't, you're saying that the afterlife is now part of life. Obi-Wan's consciousness is a part of life. So, episode five. Obi-Wan doesn't bother to show up for 
three or four years. Or I already explained that. Cosmic Force is guiding it. You have made this up out of whole cloth. I have not made this up. Then, there is evidence. Start. It's fine. Then they get to Obi-Wan showing back up on, on Dagobah. Yes. And Obi-Wan says, boy, is our last hope. He knows that that boy's not their last hope. He's, he is so dumb. He can't. He's such a misogynist. He doesn't even think that Leia's another hope. No. He's he saying Yoda be like, no, he's you're saying forgetting somebody. That they've already invested so much in him that that's their only hope in that moment. The only thing that they have invested in him is a lot of training. No. Yeah. Running yeah. through a swamp for a for a couple of days. Obi-Wan showed him a few is, things. Obi-Wan showed him how to be blindfolded and to block a couple of blaster bolts. Everything that Luke learned. Leia could learn at summer camp. Look, you're getting mad at Obi-Wan for having faith in Luke. For having no he's faith insane. in anybody else. He's saying, like, this this, this one is going to save us. He's going to save us. Yeah. I believe in him. And, uh, and Yoda's like, no, you big dummy. There's a whole nother human being out there who can do it, too. Not Yoda's words. But, look, Obi-Wan believes in Luke, right? Which is why <coughs> he exiled himself, right, on Tatooine, to watch over him. Mm-hmm. He believes in it so much that when Darth Maul came back and found him on Tatooine, he says to him, why do you come to this place? Hmm? Obi-Wan realizes that Darth Maul is onto something here, that he knows that he's going to come after Luke, basically. He takes care of business in a single stroke, showing again he's actually a good lightsaber duelist there was no actual duel in that scene though exactly because he took care of it in a single stroke so yeah did the jedi duel palpatine duel. he killed the guy he killed darth maul darth maul's not a person also obi-wan <laughs> is so bad at being a jedi that he decides that severing limbs is more important than using the force in more productive ways in the cantina. Okay. He's just like, I'm just going to decapitate limbs from everybody. Moving on. In episode six, Luke asks Obi-Wan, you know, why did you present this information to me in this way? And he says, because I'm a dirty liar. Why haven't you realized this yet? I'm the worst. Don't you get it, no. Luke? No. I raised you to be an assassin. He teaches? I want... I want you. I have no faith. Luke, Gabe is literally Gabe is, standing Gabe, on top counselor, of the please, chair. Please sit. He's about please to sit. <laughs> Obi-Wan and Yoda specifically were making Luke an assassin, a weapon to destroy Darth Vader. Yeah. Which Luke rejects, which turns out to be the correct first choice. Off. That is not what they say. So he rejects. They don't their say attempt to murder. They say confront Vader again. They don't say go kill him. Okay, they say confront him, which is different. He's both a sheep, both a bad, a twisted, and the evil. He's hurt by what happened. Oh. What is again? Here is it, no. How can he be hurt? He's one with the cosmic force, and the don't you know his the cosmic force? Is, the cosmic force takes away all emotion and makes you a perfect being. Because I'm now making up things about the cosmic force, like Gabe did. Gabe, 
Um, what what did Obi Wan do when he confronted Darth Maul? Kill them. Okay. So because he's trying to save con- Luke. Confronting is not killing. You. I just want to make sure I understand. But that's not. It's like the square rectangle thing. Not all squares are rectangles, but not all rectangles are squares. You know. Wait, say that one more time. <laughs> one of those things. Say that one more time, because okay, that's think, not happening. Not, all, through. not <laughs> all rectangles are squares, but all squares are rectangles. Oh, okay, you got it. All right, okay. sounds good. So, <laughs> so not all confronting is killing, but all killing is confronting. Well, then Ooh. you okay. don't know how so, I deal with problems. <laughs> <laughs> so he conf- he's telling him to confront Vader because this is, first off, the galaxy is at stake. Secondly, he knows this is what Luke's journey has to lead to. This is his path. He has been told by the cosmic force. Uh-huh. And secondly, the reason he presented the information to Luke the way he did was not manipulation. He gives the greatest line in all of Star Wars to teach Luke the most valuable lesson there is in all of Star Wars. And that is, the many truths we cling to depend greatly on our own point of view. That is the greatest lesson and quote in all of Star Wars. Meaning... Okay, so, so at this point, I would like to stop and simply say that I kind of doubt that there is a single listener who is currently listening to or will ever in the history of podcasts listen to this podcast that would agree that that is the greatest quote it of is. Star From Wars. my point of view, the Jedi are evil. See, Anakin also had a point of view. <laughs> exactly. That's the point. Also, Thank you for proving my point. No. Like In that people have different perspectives and viewpoints that you have to, to deal with. Gabe's Which talking. are wrong. He's rambling. Mark's rambling. I would like our listeners to please strike from the record all of Gabe's cosmic force nonsense. Yes. Um... Let's move on. Hold on. No, this is, we are Obi-Wan. now. We're now an hour and fifteen right. minutes into yeah, this. this needs to be so, this. can we jump ahead to episode eight, yes. where Luke specifically is like, you know that Obi Wan? He was kind of bullshit, right? <laughs> he specifically talks about the failure of how Obi Wan Kenobi <clears throat> was the worst Jedi who destroyed the galaxy. Luke's your hero. Luke's your hero. Listen to me. Said that Obi Wan was a failure. Judge, may I rebuttal? <laughs> Don't ask me. I have to do that to get ask, Mark to stop talking. Ask Mark if he's finished because you promised you would win. Are you finished? No, I'm not. <laughs> I will <laughs> never. He's just gonna keep going. Let me make my point. <laughs> All right, go for it. Just I will give it. you ten seconds. Go. <laughs> go. go. You're okay. losing time. I'm, but, 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 yeah, I'm Luke. Luke, Luke is just saying that about... And that's it. No, okay, so... <laughs> Hold on. No, no. I gave you 10 seconds. You judge, decided to judge. sputter with me. May, may I have 10 more seconds, He's please? raising his hand like a child. <laughs> okay, Gabe, go ahead. Make a, go make ahead. a point. Make a point. Luke's, Not episode 8. Luke's criticism yep. of Obi-Wan creating Darth Vader is actually a self-criticism for creating Kylo Ren. Okay? Mm, okay. Nobody said that Obi-Wan didn't self-criticize. Why no. do you think he wanted Yoda to train Luke? No, no. Because he knows that he made mistakes with Anakin. But that does not make him a failure. That's recognizing your mistakes and improving upon yourself. 
Okay. The only thing so, that Obi-Wan improved upon was getting himself killed. So <laughs> He did nothing else. So if I go back in your life and say you made this one mistake, you're now a complete failure because of it. That's the argument you're making when you say that Luke if is the one mistake Obi-Wan. you make to cause the entire galaxy to fall into fascism. Yup. Okay. <laughs> First off, it was always going to be under fascism because the emperor is there with or without Vader. Secondly, you're saying again that all of Anakin's actions are Obi Wan's fault. Okay. All right. Let's move on to Episode Nine. Yeah. So episode nine, Obi-Wan comes back as a force ghost and says, uh-huh. I'm great. Is this part of the comic force again? Because <laughs> if so, that's gone. All right. All right. Uh, I have... Counselor's closing arguments. Closing arguments. Obi-Wan, I have shown, is a pragmatist. Okay? He's doing the best he can in the machine that is around him. Okay? There's this Jedi Order that's failing all on its own. There's the Empire which is rising all on its own. Anakin is turning to the dark side through his choices. He's doing his best to deal with all of that. To assume that he can just fix it all is not an assumption that you can make about any person or any character. It is an unfair assessment of a person's life. Obi-Wan is a success. He has shown time and again how much friendship means to him. He has shown Mark gave a very nasty face towards the concept of friendship, friendship which makes me magic. doubt which makes me doubt my own friendship with him. You should <laughs> Obi Wan knows how to improve himself, knows how to recognize his own mistakes, and that in itself is being successful. And is that all and that is all you can ask for. And the, the lesson we learned from Last Jedi, <coughs> saving what we love and not attacking what we hate, Obi-Wan has always practiced this. He says, I loved you to Anakin. He's trying to save Anakin, even in the most dark moments. He's showing mercy. He is trying to save Luke because he, know, he knows Luke is the hope. He is saving what he loves. It's not Obi-Wan's position to just attack what he hates and therefore just fix everything as Mark assumes any one person can do. That's my closing argument. Also, one last thing. Sorry, sorry. I forgot to make... No, you're cut. No, you're cut. You sat down. Please. Please. Oh, he said, well, he said, please. This is one sentence. No. It's one sentence. He's showing his his follow siren eyes. Um, Chuck... Do you love your son? Whoa! Whoa! That just got personal. <laughs> Chuck has named his son Obi. <laughs> I did name my child Obi. And I don't want little Obi to think that he was named after a failure. He wasn't. He was named after Oberon, the king of the fairies in Midsummer Night's Dream. Also because Oberon means bear life. But he goes by Boom. Obi. But he goes by Obi. He's and he's going to make he he's going go later him. on he's going to make the connection to Obi-Wan. I just want to throw that out there for the judge's purposes of ruling. Was that Thank an you. emotional manipulation? It was. Using my child? So, I agree with Gabe that Obi-Wan was doing the best he could. Absolutely. He really was doing the best he could. And look how that turned out. Every I successfully showed. 
that every single step of the way, Obi-Wan failed at every single thing that he did. No, he leading all the way up to his death, his abandonment of Luke, and his continual failure to, com- to completely uh, refuse to acknowledge the most important character, the second most important character in all of Star Wars, Princess Leia, as another hope for the galaxy. Every single thing that Obi-Wan Kenobi did in He says last film, hope, not no. only hope. He says last hope. Yeah, last. So because meaning, in that moment, he thought that that was the last hope they had because they put so much training into it. Sorry, I'll let no. you continue. Wow. No, no, no. That was, that wow. was like... I'm he sorry. interrupted again, my closing again, argument. Again, um, I want to apologize. Um, no. Listeners, please, please strike that from your memories. And for your own sake, please strike most things. <laughs> the entire podcast from your, from your memories. So... Every single thing that Obi-Wan did in every single one of the films led to nothing but failure after failure after failure after failure. It wasn't until he decided to show up as a Force ghost as Luke is dying in the snow to tell him, oh, by the way, I need you to figure out a way to get out of this snow and go to a different planet where you can be trained by somebody else because I couldn't bother to stick around and train you myself. And it, so it wasn't, he wasn't able to become a competent Jedi until somebody else took the reins. I don't question the no, cosmic force. You like are, you he is continuing <laughs> with the cosmic to, force. I, he is continuing to interrupt I'm trying to keep this podcast me. family friendly, but you and your cosmic force are going to bring out swear words. All right. I already did. He already did. <laughs> I know. He already failed. <laughs> And so, by Mark's logic, we're all failures because all of us fail over and over again. But Will not you stop all. Stop interrupting your, your prosecutor's closing art. My, not just, all yeah. of us. Not not all of us cause the descent of an entire galaxy into fascism. Gabe, you're in time now. So all of us make mistakes, yes. But not all of us create space Hitler. <laughs> and that is my final argument. Why do you say you didn't call space it? Judge, what's the verdict? Give me a minute. While I was deliberating, I found a uh, a few other um, crimes that have been committed that need to be addressed first. So quickly to the defense, Gabe, um, for your illegal use of familial emotional tampering, uh, <laughs> this court finds you guilty. <laughs> And sentences you to 42 repeated <coughs> watchings of the holiday special. No. Oh. No. Anything but that. Please. Please. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I take it all no. back. We also found. Your Honor, please. We also found throughout the course of this podcast um, that much like Obi-Wan was uh, a mentor to young, annoying, terrible Anakin and had to deal with that. And did fail him in some ways. Uh, Mark is the Obi-Wan to Gabe's Anakin. And in the same way you have failed, Mark. You have been found guilty of failing to raise this podcast host. And you... I will accept that. ...will be sentenced to three days of spinning. Because that's a good trick. (laughs) Finally, we come to Obi-Wan and... I, I will admit that this judge came in slightly biased and wanted to find him... Innocent, 
for any reason whatsoever. But sadly, uh, faced with all this evidence, um, the court has no choice but to say Obi-Wan is, in fact, a dumpster fire. But that being said, this whole podcast <laughs> is a dumpster fire. We would we would like to point out that the court also would remind the listeners that in the spirit of Star Wars, being a failure is not a bad thing. Being a failure is okay. Being a failure is part of the journey. And for that reason, we sentence Obi-Wan to his time served dealing with young Anakin. Very good. Very good. So Obi-Wan was guilty, but he had no punishment, essentially. Jared? No, he had a punishment. We well, all had a punishment. Anybody we, who's ever watched the first three episodes but he's already, has had He has no punishment. further punishment. Yeah, no, it's time served. It's time served. Well, I mean, it would have to be because he's dead now. He is dead. And the cosmic yeah. force <laughs> won't allow me to interfere, apparently. <laughs> um, all right. I do recommend watching the Clone Wars cartoon because it is good. all of Obi-Wan's story with Satine is fantastic. Yeah. And it actually brings a whole new light on the character. I wanted to bring it up, but we couldn't because of time. So, let's all right. skip trivia. We don't have time. Yeah, um, it is a long episode. So, we what are the points? see you... What? Currently, what was the current score again? Game uh, has 75 and I have 71. Yeah. Ooh. Because yeah. Mark is a punk-ass bitch and I... No more about Star Wars. Than it. No. He really does sound like Anakin. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Look, All right. From so, my point of view. <laughs> so, thank you, Chuck, for being our judge. Oh, Next you. time we decide to have a screaming fit, we will call you. <laughs> thank you for getting Gabe to jump up and down on the chair like a small, angry child. <laughs> Listen, I am nothing if not a master of passive aggression. <laughs> And I think that I showed how well I was able to just to get Gabe, just whip him into a little fury. To, to be fair, it doesn't take much for anyone. <laughs> yeah, really, you could just say Hansel. It's, it's one of my faults. Yeah. So, all right, we will catch you next time. That's good. Like that. Like that. Voice of the Rebellion. The Voice of the Rebellion. Now that's a podcast I've not heard in a long time. Long time. I think my uncle listened to them. He said they're dead. Oh, they're not dead. Well, not yet. You listen to them? Well, of course I listen to them. The podcast involves me. I haven't recorded by the name of Voice of the Rebellion since oh before you were born. Well, then the microphone does belong to you. I don't seem to ever... Recall owning a microphone? Very interesting. <laughs> we best get indoors. The Snapchatters, the Snapchatters are easily startled, but they'll soon be back, and in greater numbers. Stop it now!